Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome ladies, gentlemen and watch captains to that 6++ show. I am your host, Tom, and I'm very excited because I'm joined today by one Mike Costello. How are you doing, Mike? Hello there. I'm good, thank you. Yes, uh, excited to talk Death Watch. Yes. Um, it's been, they're my old love. It's yep. been a while, um, but I'm using them again for a bit. Um, yes. And yeah, very exciting times for Death Watch. Yeah, this is it. This is why I was very keen to speak to you because obviously you were the name i think as far as death watch was concerned in sort of the, the middle of ninth edition and obviously there's a lot of rumors and and bubbling that they might be back again in force and i'm very curious to find out exactly why that is and i was delighted to hear that yes they're, they're on your radar again at the moment so we can talk about that as well and what what's what's brought them back to your attention um so yeah. this is this is state of play this is where we talk about um factions that are sort of snapshot in time we find out from the very best players that i I know and can bother to to give me their time um, about how how the faction is looking, what its general place in the game is, but also what its place in this particular moment in time is. And obviously, we've got what I'm affectionately calling silly season um, ahead of us now. The sort of arcs of Omen era going into the summer, where I think there's going to be a few months of really interesting and and unusual builds coming through from all of the opportunities that have been unleashed by the points and the balance data state and other things. Um, so it's going to be really good to talk about Death Watch. They're a faction I've only played a handful of times in my life, and so I'm excited to sort of to learn more about them today and, and who else to get but but Mike Costello. So, I mean, tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, Mike. Who are you? What's your, what's your sort of 40k story? Um, so I am, of course, Mike Costello. Um, and, uh, so I'm, I work with Vanguard Tactics. Um, previous to Vanguard Tactics, I was using Deathwatch competitively, uh, but now I'm full-time at Vanguard Tactics. So I manage uh, a lot of the customer-facing admin. Um, I plan the content and I do a lot of uh, coaching as well. Mm-hmm. as keeping the course up to date with all of the uh, rapid changes uh, going into effect so only only recently i changed our module on secondaries to reflect obviously arcs of omen so um, mm. heavily involved in how the game's changing and, and how it really affects our students yeah. um yeah so competitively um i've been playing competitively for a while now mm-hmm. death watch was really the army that i took to probably the, the highest levels that i could mm-hmm. um and i'm very proud to have achieved obviously global best in faction for death watch in the 2021 slash 22 season um and make my markers fourth overall in the uk for the itc using wow. just death watch yeah um, below very you know prominent names uh, like malik etc so yes um very proud to do that with such a esoteric army yes no fantastic i was gonna say so vanguard obviously times like this i guess highlight how much work that must be right because the entire game the face of it changes all the information it's like same but different that kind of uncanny valley so you guys must constantly be iterating to adapt and change things to make sure your students get get the absolute most from it so that's that's quite interesting thinking about all the behind the scenes work that must go into that um and you're obviously a player who i think the reputation amongst certainly my, my friends and other players i know is that oh, it was somewhat, somewhat someone said something along the lines of yeah microsoft could basically turn up with a packet of biscuits and a Tesco bag and beat you with it. <laughs> it was sort of like it's this, it's this, it's this sense that you all, what I what I like. You always take stuff that you want to try. It's it's unusual concepts a lot of the time. It's armies that aren't the obvious thing, and you always always take a bunch of names and, and put in a really good showing with it. I mean, I was obviously keeping an eye on your Night Lords progress. I'm a Night Lords fan, hmm. um, and there was a Land Raider doing the rounds for a while, um, and a, a sort of very interesting Night Lords list. So you sort of. You know, it's very much sort of embodying that ethos of, of playing what you like and what you're interested yeah. in, and um, and doing well with it as well, which is the dream, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's all I really want to do with 40k. You know, in the end, mm-hmm. it is a bit of fun. It's a way to yeah. escape um, and engaging with people. You know, for yeah. me, Warhammer is the people, and I'm sure that's the same for most most players in the game, right? Yeah. Um, so I love just taking an army that's fun for me, usually fun for my opponent. I hope. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we always have a good game. 
Yeah, I think I think that's one of the the less appreciated less appreciated aspects of it, right? Is that yeah, it's it's nice when when two armies turn up and both players are really enjoying the interaction and the way that the the battle plays out, and and people I think always respond well to something they haven't seen much of or are aren't, aren't as yeah. used to and don't and it doesn't feel like it's quite as copy and paste. So yeah, I think that's a really important thing, and that's something that we as players can bring to tournaments, right? By making those choices, by choosing to bring interesting things. Absolutely. Great. Okay. Well. Um, Let's talk about your history with the Death Watch. Then, obviously, you've mentioned kind of, obviously, you've, you've you've placed really high with them. How far back does your interest in Death Watch go? Um, how did you sort of get into them in the first place? Um, so, uh, quite some time back, um, I found the Metal Death Watch upgrade sprue. I don't know if you're aware of. <laughs> I, I am what that not. Is. No, um, I am not. But essentially, I, I ran a sort of Imperial Guard force. I don't own them anymore. Um, and I wanted to have some Death Watch in there because I read the lore about them and they're really cool. Mm-hmm. So I decided uh, that was back in maybe 6th. You could have allies in an allied detachment. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the full circle now. Um, but um, I took some Stern Guard veterans uh, and I painted them up as Death Watch and I took them on my list and pretended they oh, were amazing. Death Watch. Because <laughs> Death Watch didn't exist. Uh, yeah. And then the, um, the box came out. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, with the Gene Sealer cult in it. Oh, it was, yeah, it was the Death Watch Gene Sealer cults box, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. can't remember what it's called um, either. No, but that dropped, uh, and I was like, that's sick. Now I can do an actual army of these guys. And um, <laughs> proud to say, probably the first person who ever won an event with Death Watch, because I played nice. one two weeks after the book dropped. Yeah. Uh, and funnily enough, before an FAQ came and sort of ruined it. <laughs> that um, can help. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I've been playing them ever since. Um, they're just such a dynamic. Um, army and if you can't collect every space marine chapter you may as well play one that can be a bit of everything as well well yeah exactly i think that's the cool thing about them right because obviously they've got this this law where they're drawn from all the different chapters and they've got a rule set that kind of reflects that with a little bit of teching in different directions and putting on different hats for different turns and and i think that really rewards clever play and the couple of times I've played Death Watch players who really knew how to squeeze the juice out of being a you know a white scar for a turn or whatever it was you needed to be, um, I think they're a techie techie faction, techie army, and that that really appeals. Yeah. Um, what do you feel if you were going to describe their sort of the place of Death Watch in the competitive game in a general sense over time? Mm. What's their what's their role? What kind of an army are we dealing with in Death Watch? What's their sort of place and function? Um, so. It, I mean, this is a difficult one. I think um, <laughs> it depend, depending on the build, I like to think of them as a sort of maybe a, a dark horse, but kind of um, counter that people don't see as part of the meta. Because you don't really see Death Watch. No. Right? But when it came to some of these powerful armies like uh, Jukari yep. in recent times, etc., you had this army that was very good at killing something like aliens. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly this army was actually one that could beat um, what was currently the meta, whereas yeah. other armies really struggled. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think it was kind of like a um, one to watch out for, um, but but so rare that you didn't really see it. But it could sort of um, upset, basically. It was one yeah. of those armies that could come in and upset um, uh, a game by taking out you know, someone who's got a meta army that kind of thing yeah no i like that and i think i think dark horse is right because obviously yeah that's that's right i think they are they're really well placed to take advantage of a xenos heavy meta aren't they when that when that's the case and this was very much the case during what i think was called the drakari summer i was obviously a drakari player so i was on the other end of that a few times where it's like oh damn they're really well tooled up to just blow all of this straight out the sky um and and rightly so because that's that's their place in the meta and that's their role so yeah they they definitely thrive when there's a substrand of xenos doing well something yeah. out there for them to to use all their tricks and tools against and i remember looking at the book and thinking, yeah they've just got these nice little edge tools for each one of the different xenos mm-hmm. sort of sort of factions and species they might encounter um and they're obviously they're they're quite an elite army on the table as well right it feels like oh hello cat the cat's getting involved <laughs> it, it feels like they're an army that doesn't pack a ton of bodies although maybe that's changing mm. now but you also had this this contrast between the sort of the army of renown builds that came a bit later that I know I think you were a fan of and the earlier builds. Do you want to sort of elaborate a little bit about those two different kind of pathways for Death Watch? Um, yeah, so I think the the primary build um, before I sort of delved into and sort of shaped some of the the, the meta Death Watch builds was mm. sort of with the three Redemptors. Um, there's a relic for a five plus invulnerable saving an aura. I expect mm-hmm. we'll see that again soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> but 
with with you know three redemptors and then this character with that aura and then um you know some of the usual tools that you'll see with mm. um space marines and people like to take uh, combat squadding bike units uh, so there were obsec bike units and and play um using obsec a lot um and then there was sort of my version of it so i kind of saw death watch as potentially an incredibly threatening melee army um, mm-hmm. which was quite different to the traditional build where it's like yeah. oh we've got all of these guns we've got special issue ammunition um etc etc um mm. and then when i realized how much well basically thunder hammers i could pack into <laughs> a uh, proteus kill team the firstborn kill team um yes. it was like well this is this is insane those <laughs> can take pretty much anything on uh, and and yeah, smack it off the face of the earth. And then, of course, you can pack in storm shields as well. So yes. um, the ability to have these really tough bricks that are obsec, so they play the mission excellently. Mm. Um, even if you don't kill your target, you're definitely taking objectives. Mm. Uh, and then they're tough to kill back. Um, and yeah, so built into them, um, I remember I used to run a whirlwind for the fight last stratagem. Yeah. Um, I used to run plasma inceptors. Uh, I'm sure I'd probably put them back in now. Uh, if I fancy playing Deathwatch, yeah, I reckon so. Um, and I used to love Hellblasters as well, uh, and likewise, I think they've got a great place now as well. Mm, um, yeah. So that was that was that sort of field was sort of yeah some dreadnoughts and stuff doing okay, uh, and then obviously I'd, I was fortunate to do quite well with with my melee build, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, sort of I think that was during the Jukari sort of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Jukari and then Admech. Yeah. And um, on the Jakari note, I'm sure other Space Room players will squeal in delight when they hear that I have killed, uh, I think, 17 or 18 Drazars in <laughs> games um, with the Death Watch uh, during very, that time. Very, very good. Um, very, very good. <laughs> but yeah, then, then the Army of Renown ro- uh, rocked up. Uh, mm. And initially I wasn't convinced because I was like, well, it's just the restrictions are so heavy, you have to take characters or kill teams mm. um, or transports. Uh, and I was like, well, I really like the fight last for my whirlwind. Uh, yes massive for a combat army how can yeah, i possibly yeah. survive without it um but i was sort of coaxed and convinced into taking it um a few the the goon hammer guys uh do their art do the articles i was saying like this is literally an army now built for you like yeah <laughs> and yeah. i was like you know what i'll do it for you uh, and i'll win an yeah. event for you um <laughs> and and I, I did fortunately i won a gt with them and, amazing uh, and i was like oh my god this is <laughs> These are nuts. <laughs> this army of renown is absolutely nuts. Mm. Um, yeah, and you know, being able to switch into a chapter tactic uh, every battle round, a different one. Yeah, um, and then just really going into depth with the, I think there's 38 uh, overall chapter tactics because there's the successes you can do as well. Yeah, so um, sort of went through and just like I might need this in this particular situation, and I probably keep track of about 15 in my head, yeah. or maybe different. Um, matchups, right? <laughs> uh, it's a lot of admin. It's a lot of admin. Yeah, but, um, it is admin. Yeah, and there, there's a success where you can take a first founding chapter again, mm. uh, which mm-hmm. is something people don't really really know about. But you could go white mm. scars and then later in the game go white scars again. Oh, that's clever. Yes, yeah, so you go, yeah, white scars successor. Nice, nice. Get yeah. that double advance yeah. and charge going. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> And what was, in terms of the Army of Renown, obviously I've, I've seen those lists and you've got these kind of brick kill teams and there's not many of them in a list. Okay. So I was, the thing I'm always curious about, what's what's the output? Because people talk about the output of it. What was what was the yeah. source in that that was driving the sort of output of those like four kill teams that made them so powerful? Um, yeah, so it's five total kill teams. Yeah. Um, it's 50 Marines and usually mm-hmm. three characters because that's basically all you can fit in there. There's not much. <laughs> yeah, it's really not much. Um, so... The, the main kill team, the classic one, is this Proteus Firstborn kill team. And what mm-hmm. you've got in there, you've got a sergeant with a heavy hammer. So that's a damage four hammer. Yeah. Um, and then you've got a black shield with a hammer and a chainsaw because he gets an extra attack if he's got two melee weapons. Mm. Um, then I used to run two Terminators with thunder hammers and shields. Uh, I think four normal guys with shields and bolters, a biker and a vanguard veteran. Wow. Um, so uh, this was 15 thunder hammer attacks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in total, uh, yeah. four of them at damage four. Yeah, um, very nice. It's it's it was brutal when you put the army into white into um space wolves for plus five. Oh yeah. When, you, when mm-hmm. you go in, there's a psychic power from the Libby who is yeah you know he makes the list work, uh, which can give you another plus one to hit. 
Um, so mm. suddenly you're going in with Thunderhammers hitting on twos. Yeah, and that's um, not getting slowed down. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so it's pretty brutal. So that's those three three units. Um, and then you've got this Indomitable Kill Team. Um, I was like, so with the Army Renown, there's a stratagem um, where you can make your hits wounds. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So I was like, <laughs> what's the most hits I could get here? Um, and it turns out, because uh, I assumed it wouldn't work with Flamers because that didn't feel right. Yeah. Um, and also because it's a random number of shots and, and you know, like with all the things we teach at VT, we want to know the numbers. We want to know what we can kill. So mm. um, uh, went with four Bolt Storm Aggressors with the top hatches, uh, five, um, three shots sort of assault bolters with the um, heavy intercessors and an mm. interceptor, um, both for fallback and charge and for extra movement. Mm. Um, and it pumps out 59 shots. So wow. with <laughs> tactical doctrine in play, um, that's, you know, and then if you've got the chaplain for plus one to hit with shooting, and then re-rolls from either a captain or a watchmaster. Um, that's pretty much 59 wounds at, at least AP1. Yeah. Uh, which takes most things out of the game. <laughs> it, it really does, yeah. Yeah, de- depending what they shoot, right? Mm. Uh, I remember um, one event, I killed two Custodes Dreadnoughts in, in one go. I was like, okay, well, that was pretty good. Um, I think I killed six death copters in one go mm-hmm. as well one time so it, it's really brutal um but the aggressors also add, add some combat punch as well um, yeah and the brick being t5 and three wounds apiece um is uh tough not to crack yes no absolutely yeah yeah and that was yeah that was that was what that's it's good to have it explained because that was one where I've, i saw the list i never actually got to play against it so i never really found out what it does yeah, um and is the army of renown is that gone now or has that made it into the later stages of the it, edition sadly is gone it's, it's passed past. away it's yeah. passed away it's passed um yeah so we've lost the goodness of being in a different chapter <laughs> every battle round yeah so. sad times we've lost the auto wound strat which mm. fine it was probably would be op in um in the world without armor of contempt yeah, yeah. um it'd be uh yeah very strong but um, a remarkable tool and it's so that, that that takes us to looking forwards then and looking mm. to the future because obviously you i think if we talk about you in the immediate future first then we can think about arcs more broadly but you yeah so um death watch are back on your radar do you want to explain yes. what's happened <laughs> to, um, to bring that about <laughs> so i'm attending the las vegas open um, amazing awesome absolutely amazing yes yeah. uh, they've rolled back and said that nothing that was uh, nothing that's come out in from january 2023 onwards is legal but everything right. that was legal as of the 31st of december 22 is legal ah, for LVO, which yep. means that the army of renown is legal for it's LVO. getting its last hurrah <laughs> it wasn't on my radar because i assumed they'd use any yeah, new yeah. stuff and it'd be out of date um but mm. you know going to the biggest event in the world uh with the army that i basically came onto the metal with um is really cool yeah yeah absolutely um, yeah no that makes that makes a lot of sense and where, where do you think that will sit in a sort of pre arcs of omen meta do you feel good about it into different different situations there or is it a case of leaning on something that you just know inside out uh a bit of both a bit of yep, both, bit of both. Um, i've played a few games and realized that yes i can remember most of the stuff <laughs> provided i manage the admin well uh, yeah, yeah place the models in exactly the right uh place coherency <laughs> and movement shenanigans yeah, yeah. it's all okay um but but meta wise you know it's, it's in a good place um you can get multiple five ups against mortal wounds if you're facing the the zinch mm-hmm. um thousand suns sort of thing uh, and then you got flamers that are ap2 but of course with armor of contempt and um cover um you kind of got a two up save against them mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got this gravis squad the indomitors um where i've upgraded the sergeant with an extra wound and a two up armor save for eye defice armor Mm-hmm. And then there's a stratagem for plus one save against damage one. So ah, very nice. If the flamers yeah. shoot that unit or the bolters shoot that unit with thousand suns, you've got a two up save. Yeah, um, so you can you can tank a lot of volume in, in much the same way they'll be trying to do back, I guess. You know, sort exactly. of <laughs> exactly soaking that. up that damage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, you've got the choosing the chapter tactics. You know, you can go black templars. Yeah. There's a successor for, uh, for five yeah. up against very mortals. smart. Yeah. So you've got play into like the top top stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't say i'm confident about no that. no no but there's stuff you can do yeah but i've got a, a an inside chance right so yeah 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 um nids nids has always been an interesting one um they don't have a huge amount of ap the greatest thing i have against nids is the fact that the uh, reaper can't kill a unit on his own 
Yes. Which means I can then kill it and get it out of the game if it charges. Yeah. No overrun. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the nature of the yeah. lists are such that he can't really get stuck in because he's not getting out again. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, other armies. I guess Tau's always been an issue. Uh, I'm yep. not sure how I'll face Tau. Um, I've been okay in the past, uh, mm-hmm. but they can can be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what the other armies are. Demons should be okay because uh, we've got loads of shots. And mm. Bellacor, we can probably drop Bellacor. <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon so. I think so. Wounds, I think yeah, Bellacor's I think that'll gone. do it. Yeah, his minus um, wound isn't going to help him much there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, God, well, I'm being stupid and missing something. Quinn's is okay. Quinn's yep. they tend to struggle to cut through the the, the Death Watch, and mm. you know, it takes a few mm-hmm. bulk shots to to take them out. Yeah, um, but yeah, off the top of my head, I'm sure I'm missing some obvious ones. Um, no, I mean that sounds like a good spread. Yeah. Those, that's a lot of the stuff I'd, I'd certainly that I would expect to uh, see in the mix. Yeah, Votan. Um, oh, Votan. Yeah, but Votan is yeah. probably okay because uh, I've got so much obsec and, and I'm probably quite hard for them to kill anyway. Here's, here's a fun um, bit of uh, needless speculation. What yeah. bit of anti-Votan tech would you write into the next Death Watch book? What little strat or something would you give them? Oh, uh, to because obviously Votan are class of Xenos, right? So um, what would yeah. you, what what would the trick be there? Do you think? I, I think <laughs> a stratagem that prevents their auto rune thing. Yeah, something that stripped the judgment. judgment. Yeah, something that stripped the judgment tokens off would be amazing, right? Yeah, just a CP (laughs) till the end of the phase. Your unit counts as having zero judgment. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. Makes the most sense, I think. Yeah, yeah. Ignoring void armor or being able to reroll wounds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go. You could go either way with it, right? But that's that's something would be very interesting to think about. Yeah, what what the anti-votan. twist ends up being in the next the next iteration okay no that's very exciting I, mean, I had a couple of questions as well relating to lvo the first one was how do you feel about the the cutoff and leaning back on the older rules do you think that's the right way to go with it um yeah i mean it was always a difficult decision for them yeah um i would have preferred to play new rules it's always nice to play the latest version mm-hmm. of the game mm-hmm. um especially you know at a tournament that big um, but it was quite close um and i do understand the, the feeling that uh, Arcs of Omen, uh, the mission book with the new detachment, etc., should be paired with uh, the points changes and the balance data slate. Like yeah. Kind of all is one package. Yeah. Um, so not being able to adapt to that, that's fine. Um, obviously, there was a lot of controversy over there. I don't want to name any names, um, but people did spark fires, um, and uh, that's probably led to the decision in part. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I'm fine. I I back it. Um, we all know exactly how the meta is. Uh, it just means we have to be careful with um, confusing ourselves with arcs of omen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's always the risk. Um, and yeah, no, I think, as you say, there, there's not a right way to to slice that. There isn't. There isn't a sort of an outcome that keeps everyone happy there. But I guess at least with this. Probably. I feel for the guard players. Mostly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, completely, completely. I mean, I was feeling for guard players even this month. You know, the last couple of events where it's sort of like I've got guard yeah. players who have been really left out in the cold because they can't even use the stuff yeah. from you know late late eighth and stuff. Some of the other bits that have gone out of out of print and everything else. So it's been a tricky time for them. Um, I think they'll be making yeah. up for it over the next few months. You're a guard so. player as well, right? I think you did the Vanguard. You, I yeah. heard you doing the Vanguard guard review. Yeah, guard, guard, uh, another old love of mine. Um, got a mm. big, big army, and I just love the Rough Riders, and they're back. Yes, couldn't be, couldn't be happy with that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, excited to see. Um, I'm not going to use them until I've rebased my horses. Um, oh, nice. So we've got to, got to wait for those models to come out. Um, yes, before I'll take them to the field uh, an event. Yeah, um, no, Rough Riders looked exciting to me. I was the melee punch on those is just mm. glorious absolutely glorious <laughs> okay well let's look let's look ahead then to arcs of omen and think about death watch going forwards because there were a few you know i was sort of you know you've got your near to ground listening to the sort of rumblings of who's coming out well and what sorts of things people think is going to work well in this last sort of run up into the summer and death watch were one of the names that kept popping up and this again is above my head. I'm not. I'm not clued in enough on Death Watch to know why this is. So I thought, let's pick your brains. Let's find out why should people be excited about Death Watch going into Arcs of Omen. Um, it's interesting because I have a <laughs> very slightly different take on it. But the biggest changes for Death Watch is that we can take most of our weapon combinations, and it's cheaper 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can take your Infernus heavy bolters and it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. You can take your frag cannons mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Um, so all of these special weapons, um, you can now take um, a lot more of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a lot more valid as well with Armour of Contempt yeah. going. I actually always thought Armour of Contempt was a bad thing for Marines because mm. um, it invalidated a lot of their shooting and their dodge. Yeah, a lot of the bolters and stuff, right? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Uh, so that's nice to have. Um, obviously, everything being a lot cheaper from the main codex kind of makes up for losing the Armour of Renown. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, Terminators, Terminators are good. Um, mm-hmm. I think Stormshield Terminators are basically untouched by any of the changes. Yes. Because they never had Armour of Contempt. Yeah. And now they'll be better because people bring more AP1. So yeah. Terminators with Storm Shields um, is, is big. And uh, obviously, as the main purveyors of Storm Shields, the Death Watch, um, we, we don't suffer too much losing no. Armour of Contempt. Um, so we're in a good place. Um, however, there are some minor issues with okay. some of the changes. Okay. Um, so the main one is, um, and we know there's lots of hype about Iron Hands. Uh, yes. It ties in a little bit with that. Okay. So the doctrines, you can now stay in the dev doctrine. Um, but unfortunately, the Death Watch Codex hasn't been FAQ'd. So we only get dev doctrine once per game. Right. But we choose the turn. Okay. Um, which means we can't access, really, the Codex Warfare uh, secondary. Yes, that's going to restrict your ability to exploit that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and losing our other secondaries... Um, was reasonably significant because um, mm. we had a few options in there, especially against aliens. There was a secondary for a point for every alien unit you kill. Yep. Um, losing that sort of cuts out, I think, a little bit of our flavour. Uh, mm. That that one hurt me because I really enjoyed <laughs> going into an alien game and knowing if all else fails, I'll just pick this. Yeah. Um, and kill some stuff. Yeah. You got your uh, twenty-two Drakari yeah. units on the board, and you're like, I'll get some points. I reckon I'll be all yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> on the other side of things. Um, excellent change is the sticky objectives for troops yes uh, we have the best troops available to space <laughs> marines in the game yeah um so you know that that's nuts um mm. uh, and what i will say so speaking from experience here because i took my lvo list um to an rtt that ran the balance data slate and the new points mm. um uh, this past weekend so on sunday yesterday mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that was very interesting i played 80 points down because i wanted to just play my lvo list yeah. Um and uh it yeah, it was very interesting. Losing the army renown really hurt, but mm-hmm. uh sticky objectives was one of the biggest highlights. It meant yeah. I could just move off and, and do other stuff and yes. still maintain a hold uh, on objectives. Mm. So there's a lot to be excited for. Um I think um we can look forward to varied lists with the Death Watch because mm-hmm. I don't think they really all build into uh, you know, the gladiators we keep hearing about. Uh, I'm sure, and I know I've looked at it, uh, a couple of Gladiator Reapers is quite nice. Um, but without the ability to stay in Dev Doctrine, um, it won't quite be uh, the nastiness that people are expecting. Um, yeah, so in terms of um, my actual list, it only went down 80 points. Oh, hello. Hello, hello, Mike. I've lost internet there. I'm now back and around. Okay. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry about that. We've That's had okay. crazy weather here, and the internet has been on and off all day. It's been horrific. Um, right. Where were we? So we were just talking about the the your experience at the event with the, trying the list out. Yes. Yeah. So went to the event. Um, the biggest win was the sticky objectives for the yep. choices because I could Absolutely. move off and do things. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt the hurt of armor of contempt, especially on my Indomita kill team, uh, the Gravis squad. Um, and then not being able to do the auto wound strategy really really hurt me as well. Mm. Um, I pack a lot of thunder hammers, so not being able to be space walls across the army suffered as yeah. well there. So we're going to see diverse builds, um, yeah. but the limit to dev doctrine once per game, I think, doesn't take us the same direction with all the gladiators uh, yes. and everything that, that other marine armies can go. Uh, but I do still think there's space for maybe one or two um, if you want to go that route. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, because I was going to ask you what you think, what sorts of units. Obviously, you're now freed up a bit, right? Because you don't need to build into the Army of Renown's mm-hmm. sort of specifications. Yeah. So yeah. what kinds of units do you think look good um, for Death Watch going forwards into this new this new world of Arcs of Omen? 
Well, I think the the Hammer Proteus team still has a place. Yep. Um, so I'd probably still run a couple of those if just for old times' sake. Um, I think aggressors are fantastically cheap now. Yeah, ninety uh, points for three is is horrifying. <laughs> and I don't think I'd bother taking the heavy intercessors in the big squad mm. anymore. I may as well just pack on aggressors and more aggressors. Yes. Um, so aggressors are in a good place now. Uh, obviously, plasma inceptors though. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, an emergency points update um, because they do seem very, very cheap, don't they? Plasma Inceptor. Um, so that's what? They're 40 yeah. points each now, right? 40 points each. Um, How do they work in Deathwatch? Can you mix them into other squads or would you just run them as they were? Would you just run them in in sort of um, bricks on their own? So you'd probably run them on their own. Uh, the mm. issue with running them in a kill team is that you'd have to take five heavy intercessors. Um, yeah, right. Even though okay. they're cheap now... Um, I mean, to be honest, I, I, they're not bad. 115 no. points for for T5, three wounds. Um, he's yeah, not no, bad they they too, they too do look cheap for their sort of durability, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. Um, but plasma inceptors do look good. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, I like mm. Hellblasters. Yes. Um, I've liked them for a very long time, and mm. I've been surprised people haven't been taking more. Um, yes. But with the opportunity to strategic reserve for free. That was going to be my next question, yeah. I think <laughs> things like Hell Blasters have a leg in because 15 shots. Um, so I shredded stuff at the weekend with Hell Blasters. Um, yes. Until they died, of course. Yeah. Quite easy to kill. Yeah, because um, this this was a, yeah. this is a big change. I think this is one of the underappreciated changes. And it's Agreed. Def- definitely for me, it's one of the things that's got me scared about Marines is the free strategic reserves. Right? I've, I've obviously been playing GSC for a mm. while, and so I've got quite a lot of appreciation for what the ability to dunk someone before they hit you yeah. uh, does for a game. And I and I was been sort of talking to friends of mine who play Marines, and this is this is huge for Marines yeah. because one of the issues they have is, as you say, if you take Armor of Contempt off, they are going to die. But now you've got these wonderfully efficient shooting units that are basically going to get to pick their moment to, to have their say in the game, right? Something like a yeah. Hellblast or an Eradicator is going to walk on and get its shot before it dies, and it's not costing you anything to do it. It's yeah. an amazingly powerful change. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's fantastic. Um, and, you know, I think Hellblast is probably my top unit for it. Um, but the thing is, it also lets you play defensively um, in a game where you know that your opponent's alpha is really strong and you can't hide. So mm. you could even put some of your kill teams in strategic reserve. Um, and then, you know, if you have the chaplain in there for plus two charge litany, uh, you can get them in combat uh, turn two when they arrive and stuff. So Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you can, as a charge delivery, the chaplain runs the, runs the edge, mm-hmm. tees up the litany, reserves come in, seven charge straight into the enemy lines. Yeah. yeah. Quite, terrifying. Quite terrifying. Quite um, terrifying. The next unit I think that I would look at, and, and this is something I would probably look at running, um, is drop pods with veterans in, loaded up with heavy weapons. Mm. Um, it's 27 points for a veteran with any weapons it likes. Uh, previously, you'd be looking at 35 uh, for a veteran with a frag cannon or something. Um, so suddenly you can take little squads of five and with with nine to 12 troop choices in an Arcs of Omen detachment, mm-hmm. you can pack drop pods with Marines in that do <laughs> real damage. Yeah. Um, drop them down. So, you know, you could take three drop pods, a uh, bunch of vets in them, then take your chaplain and a big brick um, to teleport up with him with the Beacon Angelus. Of course, uh, yes. Give everything plus two charge as well when you get up there. Uh, and suddenly you've got an alpha that is... Uh, both very intimidating and makes mm. it difficult for you to get into the rest of the board. Yes. Um, so if you're not, well, even if you are a Marine player, um, I think this is an, an era of having screening units, oh, however yes. you can get them. Yeah. Because I think every Marine list is probably packing at least a drop pod with devs in. Mm. Um, uh, sadly, Deathwatch can't take Devastators, but trust me, I would. If they were, <laughs> if they were an option, they'd be straight in there. What do you think the loadout would be on veterans in a pod for Deathwatch? Um, I think you could look at it a couple of ways. Uh, frag cannons now are fantastic with armor attempt out of the picture. Right. Okay. Um, so you've got uh, the 2D3 AP1 variant and you've got the AP2 flat two damage. Kind of like a mini Ooh. plasma gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scary. Two, 
damage. So that's quite good. Um, but then obviously when the blast kicks in against hordes, uh, you've got an amazing tool there. The mm. Infernus heavy bolter, because um, you have a heavy bolter and a heavy flamer all in one weapon. Oh, wow. Um, so <laughs> you just drop that in, you burn, burn yeah. the hell out of something, and then shoot the heavy bolters at something else. Yeah. Um, and that that's a steal for the points mm. that it would cost. Uh, I think also um, Terminators, uh, now that the, the weapon upgrades are free, so mm. Deathwatch ones cost a little bit more at 35 points each. Mm. Um, and the Cyclone is plus 10 for us because we can take three of them in okay. the squad. Um, however, things like a Plasma Cannon um, or you know any of the other heavy weapons, three Assault mm-hmm. Cannons yeah. in the right doctrine will still do work. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I reckon you could definitely see some of those too. Um, yeah, and then another unit, Outriders. Oh, interesting. Ma- massive, okay, massive points drop for Outriders. Yes, uh, I think they're thirty-five each. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is incredibly cheap. Uh, but when you look at the 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 secondaries and everything with the game, uh, if you do take intercessors, which are only ninety points, they don't do much, but they no. can stick you an objective for you. Um, yeah, they can come on from strat reserve and do an action. Um, but if you do that and you take five. Outriders, then you suddenly got this unit that can for two CP advance and charge. You yes. can get shot tactics with it. You can get behind enemy lines, and mm-hmm. they're a troops choice, so you'd get the CP. Um, so there's, I think there's a good use for Outriders now mm. um, with the Death Watch because they're they're quite tough. With oh, absolutely, they are. it's a lot of wounds each. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's a lot of attacks at AP two, which again, of course, much better now mm. that uh, Armor of Contempt is gone. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I think people will be excited to get Outriders out because I think everybody loved them when when that yes. box came. You know, everyone wanted Outriders to be great, and they all. Turned, I remember everyone was chucking them on the board as soon as they had yeah. them. They were like the first unit everyone painted up, but they have struggled to find a place in ninth edition. So that's yes. that's intriguing and exciting to hear. I've certainly I've seen lists with you know Chaos Bikers where that it's just the sheer stodginess of it, right? If you get that in your lines, it's a lot to clear out <laughs> and yeah. you've got other problems at the same time. Yeah. So that's a really interesting tip and that's that's very exciting to hear. Are there any any other standouts for you or are those the main ones, would you say? Um, they're the main ones. I mean, the usual mm. culprits are probably still good. Um, I think your Redemptor build with the 5-up Invon now may as well come back in because you do mm-hmm. need the 5-up Invon, um, yep. as, as I've found. Uh, so that's definitely back in with, with your Redemptors. Um, Whirlwind... I think yeah. goes straight back in the list for get fight that last. fight last in. Yeah, uh, yeah. If if you go for a melee build, you can of course go for a shooting build because being able to pick tactical for the turn you need it or pick dev for the one turn you need it um, is pretty uh, devastating. <laughs> yeah, literally devastating. That's great. Mm. Um, and what? So this is a point of curiosity. Obviously, it sounds like the secondary game is a little bit less obvious in some ways yeah. right because because yeah. of the restrictions that you've mentioned i think you know a lot of a lot of the chatter is that yeah you know codex codex warfare dev doctrine and just make that five turns of of heavy guns mm-hmm. makes sense and i can i you know we're going to see some fairly terrifying builds that do that um what do you think the way forward secondary wise is or, or what do you see the way forward as, as secondary wise for death watch um well uh, frankly for death watch i don't think we can rely on uh, um Codex Warfare, no. and the other space room factions, mm. um, because we'd have to time that one turn. <laughs> you have to go well. really big, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to to make the points. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you know, you, you could probably build into it and then have that one turn, mm-hmm. um, and maybe get ten points off it total or something. Yeah. Right? Um, difficult to do. I think uh, shock tactics has always been a good one for Death Watch mm-hmm. because the army can be so massively obsec. Um, but with the buff to behind enemy lines. I find mm. it difficult not to try and build for that with yes. basically any army. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially for the free CP. That's um, huge, isn't it? Absolutely like, huge. Yeah, that's amazing. I think Oath, we're probably forced into trying to do Oath on certain missions. Mm. Um, and we still have the resilience um, to do it. So, for example, if you pack six Storm Shields in a Protoss kill team, they're pretty much just as durable as they were with Iron Attempt, if yeah. not more. Um, and those will survive on a middle objective with the five up feeling of pain from the psychic um, power as well. Mm-hmm. So oath of moments not bad. Um, and then, well, you got, what shock tactics all behind enemy lines, and then you got oath of moment 
uh, or no prisoners probably because i think a lot of the, the metas yes going to give you no prisoners there's going to be wounds out there yeah um, <laughs> and then i mean it's a tough one you just have to do an action banners is probably your go-to yeah uh, if you're running big kill teams mm-hmm. uh, uh but then you know rnd is an easy option as well for space marines now because they're so cheap yes um so you can quite easily get units around the table mm-hmm. um very very quickly uh, to mm-hmm. do it especially things like as i mentioned before the, the outriders being troops you mm-hmm. can zoom across the table 14 inches do an rnd and it goes off basically automatically of course um, yeah so plenty of tools to get r&d um with death watch um and of mm. course defend banners yes so they're probably our go-tos and then obviously if mm. you can take bring it down against the knights that inevitably will be about um then <laughs> that's fine mm. yeah does the um does the arcs of omen detachment massively change things for death watch or was it already the case that you could pretty much get what you needed in any way um i think it's nice to have the option for uh 12 troop choices i think that's probably the <laughs> best yeah. thing that's come out of it yeah, yeah. uh because Nuts, like 12 it? <laughs> yeah it's yeah that, that's great because of how cheap the heavy weapons are mm. um elite characters not taking up slots is nice mm-hmm. um not huge taking six heavy supports is quite nice um four hqs is a, a good thing to access as well mm-hmm. um but it doesn't massively benefit i wouldn't say uh, I don't think it changes it too much, mm. but it's a nice to have, uh, and obviously yeah. every command point is very valuable um, for Death Watch. Mm. Are they an army you think that you'll be looking to focus on in the Arcs of Omen Zero, or is there other stuff that's got your attention? Um, so I think I'll probably play something else. Mm-hmm. Um, the The main thing is for me that uh, my my army that I took this weekend was one thousand nine hundred seventeen points. Yeah. Um, which is only 80 points freed up. Yeah. Which, with all of the changes, doesn't look like a lot, actually. <laughs> no, because certainly compared um, to some of the other stuff I'm seeing, no. <laughs> exactly. And that's because I would run the veterans in my Protoss skill teams with either just a shield or just a sword and a bolt gun um, mm. at 20 points. But they're now 27 mm. points each base. Right. Um, and something yeah. like the Black Shield used to be 22 plus 12 for a Heavy Thunder Hammer or a Thunder Hammer. Now it's base 27 plus mm. 10 for a thunder hammer um, okay. so actually my squads haven't really saved many points at all no and the only way to really get around it would be to slap combi weapons on every single dude with a shield mm-hmm. um i'm not really about that life uh, because <laughs> you, the amount of times you have to change your weapons over the course yeah. of warhammer 40k's history and all of its additions oh, um, yes. drives, drives me mad um mm-hmm. and we've got so many different options and i refuse to magnetize every single arm but kudos to anyone that did Um, (laughs) so I don't know whether the new Death Watch will play the way I want it to I will probably give it a go with this crazy three drop pods beacon list and strat reserve hell blasters Um, (laughs) and we'll see how that goes Yeah. Uh, and if I enjoy it maybe I'll keep playing it but um, it's Mm. always nice to play new things absolutely um, yes I'm actually looking at a bit of custodies maybe um, oh exciting okay yeah, yeah with a few sisters of silence yeah because uh, they, they went down in points uh, they did yes they did so, they did uh, i'm looking forward to a different build and a different way of playing the game i yeah. say that <laughs> i guess they're actually quite similar but, <laughs> but maybe that's a good thing it's I don't know. big blocks of heroic guys holding mm-hmm. the ground doing their mm-hmm. thing that's it <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's an interesting time, isn't it? And I think I think the creative juices flowing is is what we all want from from mm-hmm. this stage of an addition. And it, I th- I, that is the one thing I'd say, I'd say definitely for Arcs is no one can say it hasn't got people chatting and excited yeah. and trying different things. And I think it, it, you know when you're looking for that sort of big shake up through to to the end of of the release cycle, that's that's good to see. Where do you reckon? And I know that I appreciate this is a really hard thing to speculate on. Where do you mm-hmm. reckon Death Watch fall in terms of power right now? How how powerful does that feel? I mean, the de- the drop pod thing sounds terrifying to, <laughs> to me. But where, if you were going to wildly speculate, and it's so hard with so many moving um, parts, where do you think they're going to land? Yeah, Other I than think right I in think front they're... of the enemy with a bunch of shots, obviously. So, <laughs> my honest opinion is they're not as good as people think they're going to be. Okay, okay. Um, just because they're obviously they've lost a lot of survivability, and as I've mentioned before, all the issues with the doctrines, etc., don't yeah. quite buff them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know if we're using a sort of tier system, maybe 
higher B tier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Maybe A, just because they're Marines. Yeah. And they can get a lot of stuff for their points. Yeah. Um, but I think on a very competitive level, uh, maybe upper B. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm very much looking forward to someone proving me wrong and, and, and <laughs> yeah. sma- absolutely smashing it with Death Watch because I love to see yeah. people innovating um, with with these armies. But uh, yeah, absolutely for me, yeah. It's always the hard thing, isn't it? It's, it's much easier to speculate on on how much things are going to change than it is to speculate mm-hmm. on actually there's going to be some continuity here. I think we're seeing yeah. that with a whole bunch of armies, although it feels dramatic. Um, a lot of the fundamentals stay the same, and and the in general the changes seem to have taken away as well as given to yeah. most armies. And it's easier to see what's been given than what's been taken away sometimes. Now, <laughs> there is one thing that does worry me. Oh, here we especially go. Especially with the plasma interceptors being cheap. Yeah, is that Death Watch can spam them to no end <laughs> and take five in a Indomita kill team. Right. Which is a troop's choice. And yeah. not oh, limited. no. So, I mean, if you really want to go and do that, expect, I don't. Just <laughs> to go get nerfed straight away. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But if you want to run, I don't even know how many you could fit in the list. I expect <laughs> a lot. And I expect that becomes the point of, like, you know, some of these top players where they like to take these absolutely ridiculous Yeah, lists. yeah. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll write it up just to see how ridiculous it is, <laughs> it is I yeah. think. Uh, do, do, let's find out. That sounds funny. Ludicrous. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, Plasma Incept is an interesting one. The, yeah, the volume of the output is is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And as you say, they might be one that needs a bit of a bit of a, a, a rollback again of the, of the change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess we'll see. Um, I guess I'm guessing you're you're someone who understands the faction well. Looking into the the more distant future, mm-hmm. thinking about where Death Watch go in in maybe future editions or future releases, is there anything you feel like Death Watch could really use? Is there any changes you'd like to see to the what the army can draw on or the way the army functions? Um, yeah, I think it'd be nice to um, see a bit more of the uh, different chapters coming yes. together. Yeah, it'd be nice, you know. Even if for some chapters there's a points cost for mm. taking one of that chapter in your unit, I'd, I'd, yes. maybe that makes the the hobby side of things a bit more difficult. Um, mm. But it'd be cool to see something like that in there. I'd like to see a bit more anti-alien stuff from them, yes. especially since they literally have nothing against Gene Seeder cult. Well, yeah, exactly. That's another um, one. Yeah, people yeah. are currently complaining about them having nothing against Votan. Well, <laughs> one of those two is is quite clearly more alien. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. If they're releasing the same one, and they're like, "Nah, they're not bothered bothered about that." Doesn't count. That's (laughs) that's fine. That's not our main job. Um, So, yeah, I'd love to see more anti-alien stuff from them, um, and I would love to see them get access to um, more of the normal space marine stuff. Yes, Um, but yeah, yeah. What would it take to get the plane on the table? (laughs) I mean, ignoring ignoring the fact they've just been uh... (laughs) nerfed. Rightly so. They yeah, were, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're not um, gonna miss we're not gonna miss flyers, are we, at the end of the day? Like. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think um uh, the Valkyrie style deployment. Oh yeah, so dropping maybe, as you come. Yeah, yeah. Maybe bring them back for me. Um mm. ideally not if if they die on a one uh, get out. <laughs> Preferably without that bit. Yeah. Um but I, I think that all transport planes should be able to drop their units during their move. Yeah. Um, yeah, it a, it feels like cool. something. I I think that I mean they'll have to work this out. But I think I think not having planes come in straight away, great. You know, I mm. think alpha alpha strikes in general is something you have to manage very carefully. Yeah, I wonder long term whether planes coming in turn two should be able to have the move and do the thing. You know, the kind of the mm. strafing, the strafing run or the or the dropping yeah. the the guys off, whatever it is. Yeah, I feel like that would probably adequ- adequately compensate for their lack of presence at the start. Yeah. 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 Um, because at the moment it does feel weird that like a transport plane is basically going to come down and be like, well, hopefully if I'm still here next time we can we can yeah. sort that out. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe if um if if Games Workshop can get round to having another keyword or doing something with aircraft transport um, that is different to how it works currently, because obviously bombers have been the issue, mm. um, but transport planes have not been an issue at all. Mm. So if they could start on the table, that'd be great. But if yeah. the other ones start off, I think fighters personally should definitely start off the table because that's kind of how it's supposed to work. Yes. Um, so I think if they could maybe 
work with planes a little bit more because they're they're really cool centerpieces to some armies, aren't they? Yes, um, and it would be nice to see them on the table. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, where does where does the hell hell drake fall? I've been thinking about my hell drakes recently. I'm sort of like I don't know what the what uh, they what, what I don't know what their deal is now because they're sort of like a melee harassment plane that now can't harass. <laughs> no, no, it's um. It's, so there's a yeah, few the, edge cases that need managing, right? They need some need some thinking yeah, about. Yeah, mm. yeah, agreed. Well, I think that's those are all the sort of key questions that I had as far as Death Watch goes. Do you have any other sort of concluding thoughts or remarks on the faction at this moment in time? Um, not really. I, th- I think you know they're in a good place. They're, yeah. It, um, there's so much you can do with them now. Mm-hmm. Arcs of Omens out. Yeah. Um, you know, you can pick all these doctrines. I'd love for them to FAQ it, but that might be a bit much. <laughs> Just being dev doctrinal game. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's you can model whatever you want now on, on yes. some of your units, um, and that is the, the the biggest thing about Death Watch is being able mm. to give this guy a, a, a power fist and an inferno pistol, um, yes. and this other guy something else. So yeah, um, it's a great time for Death Watch. Uh, yes. I think. I do uh, think it's nice. Yeah. I think it's nice to have a rule set now that is really actively encouraging tooling mm-hmm. your guys up, right? Especially you know mm-hmm. your sergeants and your your special weapons and all that stuff. It it's it's sad when you don't see those out and around because it you know exactly. it feels like the variety in the units is less. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, but as you say, it's a bit of a hobby, a hobby nightmare trying to keep track yeah. of all the, all the arms. It, it is, and I do feel for people who now have to go back and try and find yeah. some of these special weapons or have thrown them away because mm-hmm. uh, they were never going to use them. Mm. Um, but yeah, one of the biggest benefits to me is is that you now have these epic moments in games where you've got this one yes. guy with a melter gun that can now that, take that's, out. That's exactly it. It's the melter gun popping or, the tank or exactly, dropping the or dude with or, a power fist taking yeah. out a baddon. You know, yeah. these kind of silly things um, <laughs> that, that really make the game what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely right. It's, it's been a while since my Jakari characters got flattened by like a Thunderhammer sergeant, and I'm kind of looking forward. To, I'm, 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 look, I'm looking forward to that happening again, right? Those those are good moments. Those are good mm. moments. And, and exactly as you say, it, it's cinematic, and it's a lot more cinematic than just a lab with a, a bolt pistol doing doing not yeah. very much or whatever yeah. else. So, no, I think, I think hopefully that'll come back. And as long as it's, I mean, you hope it's a consistent design philosophy, and we see we see some more of it going forwards and then people can tool the stuff up without worrying about it all changing again and yeah. and everything else. But I guess only only the future will tell on that front. Yeah. I, I well, we, we will be rooting for you at LVO, Mike, and we'll be Thank following you. your progress. I really hope you take some names and, and spring some surprises with the with the Death Watch. I will uh, try. <laughs> have you ever been before? Or is no. this your first LVO? Oh, first LVO. Uh, yeah, I went yeah. to the Bay Area Open in San Francisco, which was like one of my first trips overseas in ages. Oh, incredible. So this yeah. is dead exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Amazing. Well, we'll be following with interest. Um, and thank you very much for, for giving us your time today to talk Death Watch. Um, get out and slay some aliens, just hopefully not mine, everybody. You know, do, do, what, you, do, do what you need to do. Leave my aliens alone. They did nothing wrong. They, they've, done a, they've, they've done a few things wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, happy hunting and enjoy a Death Watch in Arcs of Omen. Thank, thank you again, you. Mike. And we will see you all again soon. Bye-bye.